Shall we begin? Let's begin now. This month, we discuss how to start writing. Welcome to WriteCast, a casual conversation for serious writers, a monthly podcast by the Walden University Writing Center. I'm Claire Helikoski. And I'm Casey Walls. Listeners, this month we're talking a bit about getting started with your writing. This is a topic we went over a little bit in episode 26 when we talked about writer's block. But today, Claire and I will talk more about the writing process. So you're in your course, you've got your assignment, now what? Hi, all. So as Casey said, we're revisiting this part of the writing process today, how to start writing. So once you have your assignment, there are several approaches you can take to what we call the pre-writing process, which is everything that happens before you actually begin writing. When I know I'm going to write something, the first thing I do is take a look at the assignment instructions. I like to highlight the parameters of the assignment, how long it needs to be, which or how many sources are required, and the overall purpose or key point. Right. The assignment is a great place to start. And I love your steps for highlighting key points regarding length and source requirements and that kind of thing, Claire. Once I have a sense of the assignment, I try to focus on the reading and the research part next. I take a lot of notes during the stage so I can go back over what I've read quickly later on. I'm not good at holding all of that information in my head at one time. I've been using a modified version of our literature review matrix, which I actually find helpful for any writing project, not just a literature review, to help organize my thoughts and keep track of my sources. The Literature Review Matrix is a really great resource, uh, and I will link to it in our show notes. But for listeners briefly, what is the Literature Review Matrix? The Literature Review Matrix is a really, really low-tech resource that we have created. Basically, it's just a way to organize your notes. So we have a Word document format and an Excel format, so whatever version you're more comfortable with. I personally just use the Word function because Excel scares me. <laughs> but I, what I really like about it is you can modify the different pillars or columns, whatever they're columns, called. Yes. Yeah, columns. <laughs> um, so that it best suits whatever assignment you're working on. So for me, I'm writing a dissertation about English literature, and I therefore have some different categories of needs than Walden students. But I can change what the topics in the columns are so that when I'm taking my notes, it's all organized. All of it is All of my notes on theory, say, are in the same column. All my notes on ideas that I had while reading are in the same column. And I can just quickly get back to that, all that information that I had while I was actually doing the research. Right. Right. And so that's a really great note-taking tool. You might have something else that works for you. You might have a different software that you use. But like Casey said, the literature review matrix is a pretty low tech. It's basically a big table. Um, (laughs) So you can use, you know, kind of any different approach that is going to work for you to take notes while you're reading. And that will be really important. So you may have already done the research or reading and your assignment 
could be asking you to use that. So you might have done the reading like a week ago or two weeks ago. And in that case, having a document like that, I would recommend kind of going back through your reading, Mm -hmm. take a look at your notes. And if you aren't taking notes as you read, start, (laughs) (laughs) start, take notes as you read. It's so, so helpful to get your writing juices flowing and make sure you don't have plagiarism later because you'll remember where different ideas came from. I love looking back at my notes and my thoughts to help me get started writing on any project. And I'll often reread chunks of what inspired me so that I remember and kind of get my thoughts in order even better. So at this point, you have your assignment, you have some thoughts and resources. So what? What do you do now? This is the place that I find I really struggle. That blank Word document can be pretty intimidating. And sometimes I take the very unhelpful technique of just doing nothing. But if I'm feeling blocked at this point, I've started to do some free writing. I often read about free writing as a technique and I never really tried it myself until I was writing my dissertation and kept getting stuck. So a lot of resources talk about people setting timers for 20 or 30 minutes, but I actually like to start with just five or 10 minutes because I feel like that's very manageable and I can just keep writing and not stop, not self-edit until those five or 10 minutes are up. I actually have a couple of little sand timers that I like to set right next to my monitor so I can't escape looking at them. And once I flip the one for whichever time period I've chosen, I just keep trying to type until the sand has completely strained. And this really forces me to ignore typos, to push past the desire to rack my brain for perfect wording. And I think it's important to remember that, that a draft is a draft. So keeping my sessions short means I'm pushing myself to keep typing without stopping to self-edit along the way. Free writing can be so helpful to just write, yeah, get out of your own head, stop looking Mm -hmm. at that blank page. Uh, (laughs) And we do talk a little bit about this in our in our episode about writer's blog. Personally, when I I don't usually free write necessarily, but I like to start writing wherever I feel excited to write. So this might be reflecting on a piece of evidence or notes I took in my reading and just writing all my thoughts on that. And they might be disjointed. They might not be full sentences, or it might be that I'm really excited by a question in the assignment and feel like I have an opinion about that. Even if I don't have any evidence or research to support it yet, (laughs) if I feel like I can answer that question, if I have thoughts on that question, I might even just write something like, I think writing centers are important because, and it doesn't matter if I plan to even keep that wording in a later draft. It's just a perspective kind of directly responding to the prompt to Mm -hmm. help get me started And then from there, I can explore why do I think that and where might I have evidence to support that perspective. So I can pull out ideas. I can kind of figure out what my outline might look like, think about additional research. I'm a really sloppy first draft person. (laughs) uh, So I write several drafts before a final draft. And I'm trying to be a sloppy first draft person. I think that's part of why I tend to get paralyzed is because I want it to be perfect on that blank page from the start. And so that's why I've really enjoyed free writing. So you'll also want to keep in mind that speaking of drafts, 
You'll also want to keep in mind that eventually you'll need a thesis and paragraphs. So maybe using the meal plan can help you out with organizing your thoughts. I definitely don't recommend having an introduction or conclusion until you work on your thesis and paragraphs more because those can change quite a lot depending on the content of your draft. So my suggestion is to pick a point, write about it, support it with evidence. Even if you plan to throw it out or you do throw it out later, just write a paragraph. You just have to get it out there. Absolutely. And don't just stare at the screen, right? Get your juices <laughs> flowing. Get your thoughts going. Pick something that you have a thought about related to your eventual paper or document and write about it. You can revise it later. You can reshape things. You can scrap it entirely. <laughs> but I'll also say that, you know, something I think that can trip you up is if you don't understand the assignment or what it's asking for, ask your faculty, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't just try to blindly like blunder <laughs> through writing it on your own. Ask your faculty. Don't start writing if you're not sure what to do. Definitely. And uh, give yourself time to write each assignment. So there's nothing like an oncoming deadline to make at least me panic and, mm-hmm. you know, just be paralyzed. So if you're a deadline person like me, you could try making a paper appointment with the writing center several days before the due date. You'll know you'll need to have at least something to upload to your appointment form by 5 a.m. Eastern, the morning of your appointment. And you'll also give yourself some time after that 48-hour turnaround so you can implement the feedback. You also get a bit of a break from that particular assignment while you wait for your writing instructor to respond. A break can be really nice, right? Just. <laughs> ship it off and just take a break from it. Um, (laughs) But the writing center can be really useful for accountability. And I'll link to a visual that we have on our website that you can use for kind of appointment planning in our show notes. So remember, use what excites you, use your assignment, use your research, use the meal plan and any other outlining technique that might work for you. Even if you've never tried one before, give it a shot to learn what works for you and helps you get started writing. Absolutely. You can totally do it. So we'll link to some relevant resources about the writing process and getting started in our show notes. And until next time, keep writing. Keep inspiring. WriteCast is a monthly podcast produced by the Walden University Writing Center. Visit our online writing center at academicguides.waldenu.edu slash writing center. Find more WriteCast episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast app. We would love to hear from you. Connect with us on our blog and at writing support at waldenu.edu. Thanks for listening.